Hey, Broadway Christian Church. I hope you're doing well today. Um, I am here today with um, our good brother, Sean Carroll. And um, for those of you who don't know Sean, you're missing out. Um, he's a good brother. Um, unfortunately, the last couple of years, he's had some health problems, which has kept him away from being present with us on Sundays and at other times. But uh, I've had a, just a privilege to get to know him the last couple of years. Um, this past Sunday, uh, during um, our, our worship gathering, uh, Patty Grimaud led us in a time uh, to remember Sanctity of Life Sunday. And uh, it was a time for us to remember um, the importance of protecting the unborn and to, to pray for that in our country and to remember the work of a ministry like a Hope Center. And uh, last summer, uh, Sean and his wife, Jeannie, and I spent some time out in their, in their backyard, uh, just getting to know one another. And uh, Sean had um, a story to share and that, um, that the, the topic and the, the issue of abortion is a part of his testimony. And I asked him back in the summer if he would ever be willing to share that testimony. And uh, he and I talked earlier this week and thought that this would be uh, an appropriate time for that. And so Sean, thank you for, for joining us today and for sharing your testimony. And um, just thank you for your, your courage, brother, and your willingness to, to share God's good work in your life. So, so yes. Sean, uh, you just share a little bit about your, your testimony today, and we'll, we'll see where the Lord takes our conversation. Sure. Well, um, you know, I, I guess everybody wants to know when you accepted Christ. I accepted Christ. I was about 12. And um, received, you know, quite a bit of instruction, uh, a lot of growth. And then, you know, uh, I don't know, I guess the 70s kicked in and uh, straight away. And, uh, you know, early on, I uh, had a, you know, a girlfriend later became my wife. And um, unfortunately, uh, she became pregnant and uh the very heavy-handed uh, direction of her parents she had an abortion this was about 77 and uh, you know at the time uh, I was probably too self-absorbed to really recognize the impact that you know what happened and and how powerful that was, how powerful it would be over the course of my life. Um, and I, the thing that I could never figure out is that I would have these swings from, I graduated into alcohol abuse and very, very heavily at times. And I, I could never really understand why I, gravitated to that you know I wondered if it was hereditary and, but I could always stop I wasn't addicted and then I would gravitate to the Lord experience a lot of growth and you know for some reason I, I would go back to that and it was you know very perplexing disappointing to many many people in my life and um you know, time went forward. We did end up getting married, had two other kids, wonderful kids. And, um, 
you know, honestly, I, I can say that it was that abortion that was a key, one of the key factors in our divorce mm. is because I did, I continued to gravitate toward the alcohol and I would come back. And one of the things that I had always wanted to do was, was if she would pray with me mm. and pray through some of these issues and abortion was one. Uh, that that didn't happen. I think there was too much emotion, too much anger, resentment, what have you. Um, and that didn't happen. Subsequently, we divorced fast forward um, some years. And I was, you know, sober and clean and a lot of growth in the Lord. I met Jeannie, uh, my wife, uh, present 27 years, 25 years. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and... Um, but there it came again, Ryan, the, the alcohol came in and, you know, I think it, it did, it took her by surprise. She had not seen, mm. you know, that part of me. I, and every time I think it's gone, I think, Oh, I, I've got victory. You know, here, here we go. Let's uh, move forward. And, you know, the alcohol crept back in and, you know, there are the natural consequences to that in disintegrating life circumstances. And, um, you know, she had gotten to the point where it was really affecting our marriage, our relationship. And, um, you know, she told me in one of our more lucid moments that we need to have a conversation uh, because something needs to happen or something is going to happen. And thank God she took the time to talk to me and I could tell that it, it really stretched her at the time. And I didn't know where it was going. She didn't know where it was going, but we decided to talk through these issues, much like what I'd wanted to do in my early yeah. marriage. Mm -hmm. um, and two things that I, I never knew were connected came up and I think it, must must have been the prompting of the spirit in her, but she sussed it out in that this alcohol abuse, alcoholism, what 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 do you whatever you want to call it, and this abortion were directly connected, mm -hmm. and that it was constantly wearing on my spirit, mm -hmm. and why I'd never been able to get lasting victory over it. I, I really don't know. Um, other than I had not completely dealt with it. And I think I needed to lay down some pride, uh, in order to deal with that. Um, because I think, you know, I thought I, I've got this, you know, I have the emotional capacity. I have the you know, intellectual capacity to, to, with this, but evidently I didn't have the spiritual capacity to, to deal with it. And uh, once that connection was made, I found victory. Mm. I mean, much like I, I had never dreamed could happen. The desire was absolutely gone mm. completely. And, um, you know, I have friends who still struggle with, with alcohol 
you know, to the extent that they, they actually are white knuckling on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, the Holy Spirit has seen fit to not have me go through that. And uh, I think some of them see that as a real strength, but, you know, over the years, I, I see where that's not really a strength. I, I think the Holy Spirit knows that I, I just can't, I just can't, I don't have mm-hmm. the strength. I don't have that emotional capacity. I don't have that intellectual or spiritual capacity, mm-hmm. but he carries that burden for me and, and it is completely gone. I, I have no desire. I haven't for, for years. I think the last time um, I had a drink was in 97, maybe somewhere around in there. So there's the long and the short of it. Yeah. Sean, thanks again for having the courage to, to share the story. And it's the interesting thing apart about your story is the way that this thing that had happened 20 years before, something that you had thought you had dealt with, I'm sure had probably asked for forgiveness for. Oh yeah. Numerous. But 20 years later in a conversation with, with Jeannie and her willingness to point that out and draw that out, that you began to see that that was some might call it a stronghold in your life that wasn't allowing the spirit to, to really set you free. Is that kind of how you would, you would describe that, that experience? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a, a root or, or what have you. Yeah, it, it was in and it was in deep. Sean, there are, there are probably men and women in our church, some who are, are listening right now, who um, this is a part of their own experience, a part of their own story. Um, what words might you have for them today? Um, if they are listening to this and this is stirring up things in them, what, what might you say to them? I, I would say have the conversation uh, with a loved one, a spiritual mentor, um, you know, work it through. If you've got a stronghold, you know, mine was alcohol, you know, whatever it, it may be. Um, take the time and the love. If it wasn't for the love that Jeannie had and the willingness, it, it took a lot out of her to go there. With sure. it it really you know in a sense it took a toll on her but you know she could have just as easily gone you know that was the next step i think was the divorce lawyer mm-hmm. but she didn't go to the divorce lawyer she came and and gave of herself yeah yeah what did you what did you learn about about Christ that night in 1997? What did you learn about Jesus and his forgiveness and the gospel that maybe you didn't realize or know before that, that moment? That, that, that freedom Mm -hmm. is, it's, it's otherworldly. It Mm -hmm. is when, when he gives that freedom, it is so complete. 
it, it is entire. It, it's it's bigger than the word entire. Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable. I could I could go on and on with adjective after adjective, mm-hmm. but it is complete. And that every word of the gospel I've been studying for years, but it's like every word of the gospel came together at that point. Mm. And, and the truth of it, that every word is true. Mm. And there, there's not a wasted word in there. And when he says complete, and when he says, let me carry your burden, <laughs> he carries it. So you, you have been carrying this thing that the Lord was willing to, to cast as far as the East is from the West. And you were still carrying it around with you and he wanted to, to take it. I think he wanted to take it for years. Right. Uh, but I, I had the pride, I think that's the closest thing I can think of. I had the pride to think that I, I could deal with it, mm-hmm. that, you know, I've got all the compartments in my heart and my brain and what have you. I, I'm strong. I'm strong enough. I'm smart enough. I've thought it through. You Uh know, I know what it is. I I took the steps with my ex-wife. I tried to do that. So, you know, all justification and all the while he, he just waited for me. He just waited until that time was right. And he, you know, he brought the two of us together. It was truly a holy moment, Mm -hmm. truly holy. One of the, one of those holy moments in my life. Mm-hmm. What I also what I also hear there is I'm not strong enough I'm not smart enough and so the word surrender comes to mind I'm I'm done fighting this battle on my own and Lord, he you took know, it yeah he took it I, I don't know where he put it but he he took it <laughs> it's got I don't know what to wear not a moment though well he he, he put gone. it on the cross. And, mm-hmm. and was uh, absorbed in, in Christ's sacrificial love for us. So yeah. praise God. Sean, you've, um, this past week, Patty shared with us that a Hope Center is really beginning to move towards ministering to men and recognizing the woundedness that, this, that abortion has on men. And we rightly uh, care for for women in these situations and, um, and focus on the, the situation that they're in as they do carry so much of the, the burden of, of, of unwanted pregnancies, that they carry the, the yeah. burden of those things. And so we focus our attention on women, um, but they're also recognizing the need to minister to men in these situations. So when Patty talked, said that on Sunday, what, um, what happened in you? What can you yeah, share with it was one of the few times I've ever heard men mentioned in, in the discourse of abortion into the depth that she went and the invitation and that in any abortion, you know, there's a minimum of three people involved and typically there's only two that are ever addressed Two very important people. It's just the mother and child. But there's a father there too. And there's, there's a spiritual connection regardless of the relationship. Uh, I think of, you know, the parents. There, there is a spiritual connection there that demands attention. And um, 
this is such a long time coming, such a long time. And uh, I, you know, I think maybe if men were to become involved in this aspect, maybe that's been the missing link, if you will. I don't know. Not that we're the answer, but it, it we're, we're part of it. Right. Yeah. Good. Well, Sean, would you be willing to, to pray for a hope center in that ministry right now for us? And uh, then I just want to have a, a few, few words for, for the congregation after that's finished, but would you pray for a hope center and for that ministry? Heavenly Father, we we come before you uh, here today. We seem to be at a new place, um, new place for me, and um, I just pray, Lord, that you would that you would take this message forward <clears throat> into the hearts of the men who have abortion in their past, and I pray that you would do the work in them that you did in me. Lord, that you would that you would uh, take them on a path of freedom, and that you would bring them to a place of wholeness and completeness in you. And I pray, Lord, that you would bring the hope center to a place where men can be involved in a way that we've not been involved before. I pray that you would lead us, help us to know how we can make a difference in this ministry, Lord. And we know that the enemy, this is, this is a stronghold and a playground for the enemy. And I pray for the protection of the Hope Center, that you would put your, your mighty angels uh, around these many Hope Centers, and that you would allow for this healing to take place and a new avenue of ministry to take place as well, Lord, that you would... Uh, that you would lift this up and that ultimately that you would be glorified in this Lord. And that, you know, the minimum of three would be healed uh, and that we would come to a place of uh, growth in you, Lord. We thank you for your blood. We thank you for the cross in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. So I, I just want, want to finish today, uh, brothers and sisters, to, to remind you of, of the good news that, that the freedom that Sean has spoken about today, that he experienced in um, experiencing a full and complete um, recognition of God's mercy in his life and the forgiveness that was available to him, that that is available for you too. And, um, and so if, if his story um, has, has um, brought something up for you, um, please know that there are people at our church that would love to walk you through um, uh, prayer and, and a process of receiving the, the forgiveness and mercy of God. Um, please come in and talk with me or one of our staff members. I'm sure Sean or Jeannie would be glad to talk with you. Uh, Patty Grimaud would also be another person to reach out to. She was the one who shared this past Sunday. And it may not even be abortion. There may be some other thing in you, some part of your past that you've held on to that you have not um, really let go and surrender to God. And uh, so whether it's um, abortion or some other uh, sin or something else that where it is a place of shame for you, um, God wants to bring um, 
the knowledge and the reality of his forgiveness and the freedom that comes on the other side of that. So Sean, thanks for being willing to share your story and uh, we pray for good fruit in people's lives because of it. So brother, thanks again. God bless you, brother. Love you. Take care. Yeah. Love you.